Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. Hey, everybody, it's Scott DeSalvo back here for another podcast. Thank you for listening. Also here today as a special treat, never before been on air. Oh, wait. No, she's my podcast co-host. Amelia Finnefrock. Hello, hello. Amelia, what's going on? Hey, um, so much. Um, you know, I'm just so busy. The phones are blowing up. It's crazy, me. right? I actually have to, uh, excuse me, I have to go answer this. Um, we're, I'm so busy. We're recording while <laughs> other people are working in the office, so there might be a little racket. Yeah. Don't worry about it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amelia, is it, I know, like, as a man yeah. who works with you, I'm yeah. not supposed to make any comments on your appearance oh, but did you do. get your hair done i did i did i switched it up now now it's like an auburn color it's ready cute for fall. it's a good Thank color you. On you. Yeah. yeah you know the pumpkin spice latte came a couple days ago and then i was like you know what i need to follow suit and and charge my way into fall and so this is literally a punk pumpkin spice yeah. latte <laughs> hair move here yeah i was like okay starbucks is coming out with this with my psl i gotta dye my hair so here we are Crazy. it's yeah. cute it's a very Thank nice you. color it I looks nice it. That means I'm, a lot. I'm thinking about dyeing just my beard because my beard has so much white in yeah, it yeah your beard i'm like yeah from, yeah from the ears up i look like not as old as i am maybe but the facial hair is straight up Santa Claus. Like, no, 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 no. People want to sit on my salt. lap and tell me what they want for Christmas. That's not true. It's salt, it's salt and pepper. It's classy. I feel I like, like it's it. white as a. You know what? Maybe I'm self conscious. You are I'm getting old. I'm getting old. You don't look old. I don't you know. I feel look old. old. But you make me feel young, Amelia. <laughs> you make me feel so young. It's gonna be a <laughs> song break now. <laughs> so, gang, you know what we do here. We. Um, People call in or they email in a question that they want answered. Of course, I'm available for a free consultation if you want to do it off air. But people send in questions that they have about injury cases, and Amelia and I answer them. Well, I do most of the answering. I'm Amelia here for is the, here for, for the jokes. Yeah, Amelia is mainly here for the charm, the wit, the personality, and the good looks. And the good looks, and otherwise, it would just be me sitting in a room talking to myself, which yeah. is. You need a friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I do that, it doesn't need to be recorded. <laughs> so I think we got a dog bite question we do. today. Huh? We do. All right. Can, may I read it? Yeah, take it away. Okay, cool. Go crazy. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a question for the dog bite lawyer. That's, that's you. <laughs> yeah. Today, that's me. The dog bite lawyer. <clears throat> I was out jogging, and there was a couple of people walking a dog. They had one of those 20-foot retractable leashes. I was a good 10 or more feet away from them, but they were not paying attention. Their dog ran at me and lunges and bit me pretty good. I mean, I have a huge gash in my arm. I need to go to the hospital and get stitches, and I'm going to my family doctor because my arm feels like it may be getting infected. What do I need to know to protect my rights? So, um, yeah, dog bite. That's horrible. I like dogs, but... Not that bite. Yeah. No. People adopt dogs that were brought up in a tough way. Yeah, and then they're cool. nice people who think dogs are nice, but then yeah. the dog has like a stranger freak out problem. Right. right? Or yeah. um, it, it's sad because I've known tons of dogs that are even big, like big, mean looking dogs, but they yeah. were sweethearts. Sure. But 
it it can be messed up, and this really stinks. This guy is just out jogging, and the dog bites him. That's terrible, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's you know, and you don't want to mess around with the dog bite. I mean, they're so their mouths are like really disgusting, well, as we, sweet as they are. Anyone but. who's been around a dog knows what dogs do with their mouths and tongues <laughs> and the, the things that they pick up on the street and oh, want to no. taste and no no bad it's got to be like the worst thing that can ever happen and the is, people that like oh the people that like let their dogs lick their mouths they're like come here kiss me fido and it's you like just, blah, 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 blah. i'm like you ah. just ate some poop on the sidewalk <laughs> and now you're gonna kiss me on the mouth thank you fido yeah um so Here's the way I approach dog attack cases, dog bite cases. And so we do handle them here, but here's how I approach them. So there's this law called in Illinois and other states all have dog bite statutes. Almost Mm. all of them do, but we're in Illinois. So I'm talking about Illinois dog bite law. Um, So there's a statute called the, the um, animal control act and it sets out um, a dog owner's liability if if you own a dog and the dog bites somebody unprovoked, mm. you're liable, right? But what I do in these cases is I also treat them as a general negligence case, right? So mm, okay. not only do I say in the complaint, you violated the Animal Control Act by blah, 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 but I also right. say you didn't act reasonably. And that's mm-hmm. what a negligence case is. Right. Um, if somebody does something or doesn't do something they, that a reasonable person would have done, or do something a reasonable person wouldn't have done, right. then you can be liable for the harm that was caused, right? Yeah. So none of this is criminal. It's all like civil for money, right? Right. So that's the way we approach these cases. And I would say on liability here, it doesn't sound like jogging past somebody in a neighborhood is something that is unreasonably provoking no. to the dog. No. So we probably have a good claim under the Animal Control Act. Right. And then I would also say that we have a, you know, I would want more information, but I think if you have a retractable leash in an area where people walk and run and kids play and you have the, the leash let out far enough, you That's know, where on the, you, right? Yeah. I That's mean, you, you, you sort of have to be responsible when you're walking your dog and yeah. I get it. I mean, you want, the dog owner wants to let the dog have fun and stretch his legs or right. stretch her legs and have fun and all that stuff. But you can't do it, especially here are some questions I have. How how long have they owned the dog? Mm-hmm. Where did the dog come from if they haven't owned it very long? Was it a rescue dog? And what, I mean, are they aware that strangers make the dog lose its mind? Right. And if so, doesn't that make it even more horrible that they would not, um, what do you call it, make the dog heal right. when heal. somebody's jogging mm-hmm. by, right? Right. So, there's definitely, I think, liability, some right. liability possibilities. I definitely have some questions. And then, you know, like in any case, um, you're entitled to your medical bills, your mm-hmm. lost wages if you're losing time from work. You're entitled to pain and suffering. Obviously, it hurts if you have a permanent oh, scar. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a permanent scar that's called disfigurement, you're allowed to ask for money for that. Oh, wow. And then, you know, if let, let's say instead you got bit on the leg and you have a permanent limp, that's disability, you're allowed to ask for money for that. Mm-hmm. And so those categories are, are, you can ask for damages in a dog bite case like that for those past injuries that, you know, pain in the past, yeah. but also for ongoing pain or 
you know, your scar in the past and the fact that you're going to have a scar in the future. Mm -hmm. So past and future. So there's a lot of damages options and you just have to tailor what you ask for based on the case. Like I'm, I'm not an attorney who wants to make a mountain out of a molehill, right? right? Like, so credibility and integrity as a person matters to me, but it also, I don't think it does anything for you in front of a jury. If you're, you know, a rough and tumble guy who has, a million scars all over your body anyway, and then you have two little bite marks, and you get on the witness stand and say that all these other scars don't bother you, but these two little marks make you cry every night because you feel ugly. Right. First of all, that's not true, right? It's probably not true. And second of all, a jury is going to see right through that. Right. So you're not doing yourself any favors. No. Um, One thing I would say is definitely if you can get photos of the dog – so that we have like a visual depiction of how big the dog is and what the dog looks like. Does he look mean? Mm-hmm. That would help. And then also photos of the scars or the injuries. So if the injury is kind of gory right after yeah. the bite, a photo can bring home to the jury that this wasn't just a nip, like a little right. nip. And you're making a mountain out of a molehill, yeah. right? And then photos of the scars and the healing process and the stitches in the arm. Uh, that's right. big too. Yeah. So things to think about. But I would definitely say it's a case and I would definitely say that you should consult with a dog bite lo- a lawyer. Like most lawyers, most injury lawyers handle dog bite cases. Oh really? Yeah, so if you don't want to hire me, which would be a colossal mistake. Uh yeah. I would say um call a lawyer, make sure they're cool with you and they talk yeah. to you. Otherwise, give me a call. I'd be happy to handle the case for you. Yeah, I wish I would have. This is a different situation, but I got bit by a cat a couple years ago, and I wish I would have known all this information because, I mean, that's crazy. Because, I mean, I still have, like, I missed work. I, I still have, like. Did it get infected? Yeah, I almost lost my hand. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah, crazy. It was really bad. But at the time, this person's cat, me, me and her were friends. We're not anymore. Um, not because of the cat, but, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, like work time was off and every time it rains, my hand swells up and it's like, wow, I wish I would have. Dude, that is bizarre. Yeah. It's, and there's like definitely scar tissue. It's, but that. I have met cats. Like most cats are pretty chill. Oh yeah. I've, I love cats. But some cats are psycho. And I think too, I wanted to say earlier, she, when I, we talked about it after the fact, she was like, you know, he is not up to date on his shots. So that has something to do with well, it. Well, thanks for like, letting me know. Like two years of not being up to date on his shots. And I'm like, I wonder if that's why. Because he wasn't an abused cat, you know, but he just did not like me. And well, I had the a other cat thing the time, is, but... you know, if you have a cat or an animal that's acting really aggressive, they could have rabies. Yeah. That's and what rabies they it is was. no joke. Like, no. If, if ra- so if you get bit by an animal with rabies, you have to go get shots into your stomach. I know. And you have to do it like right away. Mm-hmm. Because if if rabies goes untreated, it, it's fatal a hundred percent of the yeah. time. Yeah. So it eventually kills the animal, but it'll kill a human being too. So it's a pretty serious deal. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It wasn't anyway. that, but yeah, I mean, they told I, at the I didn't realize how bad like dog, cat, any animal bite. I guess is really really bad. So. Yeah, and you know what? That's a good point. It, it doesn't have to just be a dog attack. Like it yeah. could be any animal attack. So. Right somebody's horse bucks and kicks you for no reason or whatever it is, right? Somebody's got a pet badger and the badger goes to town on you or a a cat and you need medical attention. I mean, the main thing is you, if you're doing something to the animal that agitates it, right. 
then we That's got we thing. got a problem. You, right. you know, you might not have a case, but if an animal just attacks you like that, it it may very well be a case, and so. You may win the award for worst cat attack I've ever this, heard of. I was literally opening the fridge for a beer, and this cat jumped, like jumped onto my hand, bit bit my hand, and then it charged me. I've never it charged. Yeah, me. I that think there's is something bizarre. wrong. I had to grab a, a a pan and swat at it because it was charging me. It was like the weird. It was actually one of the like. It was really. It was kind of yeah. Traumatic. I hate to say it, dude. That is like rabies behavior. That is well, crazy they, behavior. They for didn't a cat. say it was rabies because they almost gave me well, the they shot. Would know. They and they're would like, know. it's not rabies. So I think I don't know if that cat like there's just something wrong with it. Like yeah. it just that I I bet that cat was sick. It had to have been. Like parasite been. or something. Bizarre. Yeah, but thankfully, cat scratch fever's gone. You're still here. Thank goodness. <laughs> I made it through. Well, folks, so, thanks for listening. Call I, Scott for, yeah, your, for well, your dog bite. Yeah. Or, cat bite. or tell me your crazy cat attack story. Or, or tell, just, you know, call and tell us about your story. Yeah, so thanks for listening, folks. I hope that information is helpful. Um, if I can do anything for you, you let me know. Till next time. Thanks yeah. for joining me again on a wonderful podcast, Amelia. Till next time. Yep. Thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll-free 24-hour helpline, 888-HURT-318, you'll have a couple of options. 888-HURT-318 is my toll-free 24-hour telephone line. You can call that number and speak with my team night or day. First, you can call 888-HURT-318 and you can speak to me for a free consultation about your case or situation. That's always free and no obligation. Second, you can tell the operator that you'd like a free copy of my injury DVD and book. I created the DVD and book and I give it away for free to injured people who need answers but who might not be ready to talk to a lawyer yet. Same deal, 100% free, 100% no obligation. Third and finally, you can check out my YouTube channel for informative videos about the injury case and claims process, or check out my other podcasts for more information and interesting interviews with people who know different things about various aspects of the law. I've put all of this together to help you and to answer your questions. Now, you can also help me, and I hope that you will. If you enjoyed the podcast and if it helped you at all, please subscribe. And if you can, take a minute and please post a positive review of the show. If you're listening to the podcast on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you know anyone who might enjoy the podcast, please spread the word and share it on Facebook. It's my mission to spread good information to as many people as possible. And your liking and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast helps me get the word out. Thanks again. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It doesn't substitute for consulting with a lawyer. If you have a case, speak with a lawyer right away.